Georgia. He is the associate pastor at DeKalb United Pentecostal Church. We believe God has sent him here to us. Don't you believe that? He's going to come and preach the word of the Lord. Would you let him know we love him here tonight? Come on, let's lift our hands to the Lord and let's worship him for a few more moments. His spirit, his presence is already in this house. Come on, all across the tabernacle, hands are lifted all across the house. Hands are lifted, hands are lifted. Come on, voices are lifted. Let's just continue to entertain that presence we feel right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let God hear your voice, young people. Let God hear your voice. Let God hear your voice. Let God hear your voice. We worship you, God. We magnify you. We glorify you. We give you honor. We give you honor. Come on, that's it. Come on, let him hear your voice. Let him hear your voice. We love you tonight, God. We love you. We love you. We extol you, God. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like you, God. We need your power, God. We need your spirit, God. We need your presence, God. We cannot do anything without you, God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We love you and we appreciate you, Lord God. We thank you for your power. We thank you for what we feel right now, God. We don't lightly esteem, God. We don't take for granted, God, being in your presence right now, God. We just thank you and we give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. Everybody said in Jesus' name, amen. One more time, clap your hands and open up your mouth and shout with the voice of triumph. Come on, clap your hands and open up your mouth and shout with the voice of triumph. Come on, if God is good in your life, if you are glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight, why don't you make some Holy Ghost noise in here? Come on, you can do better than that. Open up your mouth and make some Holy Ghost noise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. How many people are glad to be at Junior Camp 2015? Amen. Amen. What a powerful presence. Amen of the Lord we feel in this place. It is an honor to be here. Amen. Tonight with you I do. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to be here. I do give honor. Amen. To your district superintendent, uh, Bishop Anderson, your district superintendent. Uh, Brother Jerome, we thank God for them. Let's give God praise for these awesome elders, these awesome men of God. Come on, let's thank God for them. Amen. Amen. And we appreciate them. Amen. Thank them for allowing me to be here. Also, youth president, your youth president, Brother Chantry Dean, and Brother John Eisen, and your director of promotion, Brother Nate Smith. Let's give them a hand as well. Also, we thank God for the hard work that they have put in. Amen. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Amen. It is an honor to be here. Looking forward to what God... <clears throat> It's going to do tonight and the rest of the week. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, while you are standing. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, and I'll read one verse and I'll let you be seated. Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12. <clears throat> I'll read this verse first from the King James Version, then I'll read it from the Message Translation. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12. When you have it, say amen. If not, say hold on. Amen. I heard a few hold ons. Amen. Amen. Revelation chapter 12, verse 12. The Bible says, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but 
a short time. Everybody say short time. The same verse, Revelation chapter 12, verses 12 from the message translation reads, So rejoice, O heavens, and all who live there, but doomed to earth and sea. For the devil's come down on you with both feet. He's had a great fall. He's wild and raging with anger. He hasn't much time. Everybody say much time. He hasn't much time and he knows it. For a few moments you're hearing tonight on this first night of junior camp, I simply want to preach and use this as my subject. Playtime is over. Everybody shout, playtime is over. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you for standing. One more time, everybody shout, playtime is over. Playtime is over. Recently, while researching statistics on adolescence, I stumbled across some alarming and disturbing statistics. Maybe you're familiar with them, but they were a little alarming to me. There were 10 specific, there was many statistics that I stumbled across, but there were at least 10 specific statistics concerning this generation that unnerved me a little bit. And I want to share them with you if you bear with me before I get into my message. The first statistic that I saw that really shocked me, it said every day, Almost 3,900 children under 18 years of age try their first cigarette. And more than 950 of them will become new regular daily smokers, while half of them will ultimately die from their habit. Second statistic I saw said during the past month, 26% of underage persons ages 12 through 20 used alcohol. The next thing I saw, it said nearly three-quarters of students, that's 72%, have consumed alcohol by the end of high school. And more than 37% have done so, listen to this, by eighth grade. Another one I saw that alarmed me said the current illicit drug use rate has increased among 12 to 17-year-olds up to 10%. It also said that one in five, 20% of students reported being bullied on school property during the past year. Another one I saw said last year, 1,000, listen to this, 280 youth were arrested for murder. 3,340 for rape and 56,000 for aggravated assault. The second statistic I saw said that 46% of high school students had sexual intercourse and 14% had four or more sex partners during their junior and high school years. It also said, it went on to say that each year approximately 19 million new STD infections occur. And almost half of them are among youth ages between ages 15 and 24. Listen to this one, number nine. Suicide is the third leading cause of death in adolescents and young adults. The tenth and the final one. 
12% of 13 to 17-year-olds reported having thought about suicide, while 4.2% had actually made a suicide attempt. I don't know about you, but these statistics suggest to me that playtime is over. You got to understand, young people, that Satan is not playing games with this generation. Our text, Revelation chapter 12, verse 12 says that he is wild and he is raging with anger because he knows that he only has a short time to destroy you. John chapter 10, verse 10 says that Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says, be vigilant. Be sober because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Hear me on this first night, young people. The devil does not have time to wait until you get of age. He does not have time to wait until you graduate from high school or graduate from college. He does not have time to wait until you get married. He has limited time to work with and he is doing everything he can to make the most out of his time. He is attacking the young people in this generation with every weapon in his arsenal. Listen to me tonight. Uh, the devil does not care if you have been raised in the church. The devil does not care if you are a Bible quizzer. The devil does not care if your daddy is a preacher. He does not care if you speak in tongues. He does not care if you have a Bible app on your smartphone. He is out for blood. This is the season, young people, where we cannot afford to play church, but we have to step up and start being the church. Don't make the excuse and say, I'm just a child. I'm just a teenager. I'm just a young person because Satan does not care about your age. Yeah. Satan does not care about your age. It's time for some young person to look at the devil in the face this week and say playtime is over. I may only be a child, but I'm getting ready to walk into my calling. I may only be a teenager, but I'm getting ready to be used by God. I may only be an adolescent, but greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Somebody may be wondering, even on this first night, somebody is saying, Brother Whiteman, how in the world could you come on the first night of a junior camp and even preach a message like this? Couldn't you have preached something funnier? Couldn't you have preached something more fluffier, something more lighter? And I probably could have, but it would have been a disservice to you if we keep trying to ignore the elephant in the room. There is a real devil. Y'all better hear me, young people. There is a real devil uh, that's trying to take you out. Uh, there is a real devil that's on the prowl, uh, and he doesn't have that much time. Uh, he is trying to destroy your testimony. Uh, he is trying to destroy your purity, uh, your holiness, your innocence, uh, your apostolic identity. Uh, you got to hear me in this house. Somebody uh, got to draw the line in the sand uh, and say, I'm not going to hide behind my 
age any longer, but playtime is over. It's time to storm the gates of hell and take back every young person that the devil has stole from us. And I know maybe it don't happen here in Arkansas, but back home where I'm from, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, I got young people in my youth group back home uh, who are 14 and 15 years old. And now uh, they are coming up to me and they are struggling with their sexuality. Uh, there was a nine-year-old boy in my church uh, whose mother came to me a few weeks ago because she found him searching for pornography uh, on the internet. You heard me, right? I said nine years old. Uh, there was a young young lady 13 years old in my youth group uh, who not only contemplated but attempted suicide. Uh, she, she, she put a belt around her neck uh, and she was trying to hang herself from the ceiling uh, but thankfully her dad walked home in the house right on time. Uh, there was another young man in my church uh, who just got sentenced life in prison uh, without parole for shooting and killing a man uh, over a drug deal that went wrong my best friend y'all uh, who was only 29 years old was backslid uh, he lost his life a few months ago he got murdered on the streets of Atlanta and I know it's just not my youth group but there's some mess uh, that's going on even in your youth group uh, and somebody saying preacher why are you preaching like this uh, I'm preaching like this tonight uh, because playtime is over Playtime is over. It's time for this generation to rise up right now. No longer can we get by with just playing church and going through the motions. No longer can we get by without picking up our Bible and reading it every day. No longer can we get by without witnessing to our close classmates who are on their way to hell. No longer can we get by with just trying to act like we're saved. No longer can we get by just coming to church and just going through the motions. No longer can we get by with just coming to church and sitting here unmoved and unaffected. No longer can we get by and not come to church every service and give God all the glory and the praise that he deserves. Somebody ought to shout playtime is over. I said somebody shout playtime is over before you leave this camp this week you ought to go through your cell phone uh, and you ought to text every person that means you no good uh, every person that you've done some bad stuff or y'all getting quiet now uh, every person that you shared some stuff with uh, that you should have shared you ought to go through your cell phone uh, and send out a mass text and just tell them uh, that playtime is over uh, you ought to update your Facebook account uh, you ought to update your Twitter page your Instagram uh, and your Snapchat and tell every devil on your account that playtime is over. I'm not playing with sin any longer, honey. I'm not playing with the devil any longer. Playtime is over. Somebody shout, playtime is over. Playtime is over. Young lady, hear me in this house. Young lady, uh, when that boy tries to come up to you this week, uh, still trying to run that lame game. 
Yeah, you just tell him it might have worked last year at camp, uh, but this year playtime is over. Uh, young man, when the devil tries to convince you uh, that it's okay to look at pornography one more time, uh, you just tell the devil that playtime is over. Uh, when you come to church and your friend uh, and your neighbor is laughing at you uh, for worshiping God and coming down to the front uh, and praising the Lord, uh, and when they say you look crazy. You look silly. You just look at them and say, playtime is over. I can't come to church and sit here with my lips up, my arms folded, and my legs crossed when God has done too much for me. Uh, I said God has done too much for me. Uh, I said God has done too much for me uh, for me to come to church uh, and to patty cake uh, and to sit here and play games. Uh, he deserves all the praise. Uh, he deserves my hand clap. Uh, he deserves my feet stopping. Uh, he deserves my mouth open. Uh, I refuse to keep playing church. I refuse, uh, I refuse to keep uh, playing church. Uh, I refuse to play church. Uh, I refuse to play games with my salvation. Uh, when Jesus hung on a real cross, he shed real blood and he died a real death for me. Uh, he didn't play games with my salvation. How can I come to church uh, and play games with mine? Let me preface my next statement by saying this. Uh, it's already been said, but let me say it once again. If uh, you do not have the gift of the Holy Ghost, uh, you can receive it tonight. Y'all starting to scare me now. This is an apostolic campground, right? Uh, I only heard about 50% of y'all. I said, if you do not have the Holy Ghost, uh, you can receive it. Somebody ought to get excited. I said, you can receive it tonight. You can receive uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost. But uh, for the ones of you who have the Holy Ghost, listen to me through here now. Uh, God can use you right now. Y'all don't believe that, huh? I said God can use you right now. Not tomorrow. Not next year. Not when you get married, not when you get a master's degree, not when you go to Bible college, but God can use you right now. If Satan can use teenagers to smoke and to drink and to fornicate and to commit suicide and to abuse drugs, then why is it hard to believe that God can use you? God can use you for his glory. Why is it so far-fetched to believe that God can use a 12-year-old? God can use a 13-year-old? God can use a 14-year-old in the gifts of the Spirit? The Bible says, the Bible says uh, in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power. Somebody shout power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Listen to me now. It did not say you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you are at least 18 years of age. 
It just simply said, if you have the Holy Ghost, young people, uh, you have power. If you got the Holy Ghost inside of you uh, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, young person, uh, you have power inside of you right now uh, to be a witness to your world. Uh, you have power inside of you right now uh, to teach and preach the gospel. Uh, you have apostolic power and authority uh, inside of you uh, to turn your world upside down. You have power inside of you. Mark chapter 16 uh, verse 16 the Bible says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Verse 17 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Listen to the text. It did not say uh, that these signs shall only follow your parents. These signs shall only follow adults. These signs shall only follow young married couples. These signs shall only follow our elders. It said these signs shall follow them that believe. I'm just wondering, does anybody believe in him? I'm trying to raise the level of your faith on this first night. You got to hear me in this house. I don't care how young you are. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have power to teach a Bible study. You have power to cast out demons. You have power to lay hands on your sick friends and watch them recover. You have power to be mightily used by God. Look at your neighbor and say, you have power. There's people, there's people in your family. There's people in your school. People in your neighborhood. People in your world. Hear me. That only you can reach. Stop making excuses. It's not your pastor's job. To reach your world. It's not your youth pastor's job or responsibility to reach your world. It's your responsibility to reach your classmates, your teachers, your co-workers, your family and friends. It's your world. I don't care how young you are. I know the devil wants to tell this generation that, you know, you, you just stand in the background. You're only 12. You're only 13 or 14. Uh, but I've come to tell the devil that he is a liar. You have the power, young people. You have the ability uh, to impact and to influence your world. Uh, hear me in this house. Don't you ever let the devil make you feel inadequate uh, or make you feel like you're too young to be a witness. Uh, if you have the Holy Ghost, uh, stand up. Square your shoulders uh, and use the gift that God has given you. Many people, many people, they like to use the example of Jesus starting his earthly ministry. 
at the age of 30 as an excuse to wait until they get older to do anything for God. Most people will agree in here tonight that God did officially start his earthly ministry at the age of 30. I'm not here to debate that tonight, but if we look closely at the book of Luke chapter 2, we find Mary and Joseph looking for their 12-year-old son, Jesus. They had been looking for him for three days, and when they eventually found him, you want to know where they found him at? They found him at church. There you go. They found him in the temple, and he wasn't in the temple taking selfies. Oh, y'all don't like me right there, huh? He was in the temple confounding the teachers, the scholars, and the doctors. His parents asked him, what in the world are you doing? And he responded, you didn't know that I must be about my father's business. And I know I understand that we say Jesus was 30 when he started his ministry, but technically his ministry started at 12. Your age. His ministry started at 12 because when other children were playing hide and seek and tic-tac-toe and hopscotch and candy rain and angry birds, Jesus at the age of 12 was in the temple being about his father's business. Don't give me that excuse that you're too young to focus on the things of God. We have the greatest example from Jesus. You can start your ministry ministry at 12 years of age. Now, let me clarify. I'm not going to be before you too much longer. Let me clarify that last statement. Nothing is wrong with enjoying your youth. Nothing is wrong with having fun. We're going to do a lot of that this week. Nothing is wrong with leisure time and recreation, but something is wrong when you cannot teach a 15-minute Bible study but you can play basketball five hours straight. You better say amen. I'm going to be here all week. You better say amen. Something is wrong, young people, when you cannot pray for 30 minutes, but you can talk on the phone till the sun comes up. You better say amen before you give yourself away. Y'all get quiet now. Something is wrong, young people, when you cannot answer the call of God on your life because you are too busy playing call of duty. Yeah, something, something, something is drastically wrong. We got apostolic young people. Uh, they really cannot become living sacrifices uh, because they're too busy watching the walking dead. Yeah, something is wrong. Something is wrong when you cannot remember what the preacher talked about, uh, but yet you can remember how many times that cute boy or that cute girl uh, looked at you during the service. Yeah, something is wrong. Y'all getting quiet in here, but I'm going to stay right here. Uh, something is wrong uh, when a 45-minute sermon uh, is too long for you, but a two-hour movie on Netflix is just right. 
I'm looking for my true worshipers now. I know everybody ain't going to shout with me. Everybody ain't going to say amen. I'm looking for my true worshipers right through here. Uh, because something is wrong uh, when music that glorifies God, uh, it bores you. But yet Beyonce uh, and Taylor Swift in one direction, uh, it moves. Some of y'all hiding now. Some of y'all hiding now. It's a shame when you come to church and you can't dance the Holy Ghost music. But yet on your iTunes, you can move and dance with all that worldly junk. Something is wrong. Something is wrong, young people. I love you. Something is wrong, though, when you cannot worship and praise God in front of your friends because you don't want to look silly when you don't care how silly you look when you post your duck face selfies on Instagram. Yeah, something is wrong, young people, uh, when the first thing you do every morning uh, is check your phone instead of thanking Jesus uh, for waking me up and letting me see another day. Uh, something is wrong. We got to get our focus back. Uh, we got to get our vision back. Uh, the only thing that really matters uh, is a relationship with God. This whole world is going to pass away. Something is wrong. Something is wrong, young people, when you can't read your Bible for more than five minutes at a time. But yet you can watch YouTube videos until you fall asleep every night. Where is your desire? It's time to come back to your first love. Something is even wrong even tonight when some of you don't like this kind of preaching, but yet you claim to be apostolic. Playtime is over. It's time for this generation to be about our father's business. Don't you understand that God is coming back soon? And there are countless people that are in our world, that are in our circle of influence, and they are on their way to hell. Does that not move anybody? Does that not shake anybody to the core? That people that you eat lunch with, uh, people that you ride on the bus with, uh, people that have your same last name uh, who live in your house are on their way to hell. Uh, and yet when we get around them, all we do is talk about worldly stuff. Uh, all we do is talk about sports. Uh, all we do is talk about Hollywood. Uh, it's time to open up your mouth uh, and share the gospel of Christ. Remain standing all across the house. Remain standing all across the house. We got people that are on their way to hell. And yet the only time when we get around them, we only talk about what's the latest fashion. Who's getting ready to win the NBA finals. What this Hollywood celebrity is doing or what this boy said. Or did you see that post on Facebook last night? Uh, and people are on their way to hell. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news this week, but playtime in the spirit is over. I said playtime in the spirit 
is over. From now on, when we come to church, uh, we got to be zoned in uh, from the first song uh, all the way to the altar call. No longer can we play games on our cell phones during the service. Uh, no longer can we talk and pass notes. Uh, no longer can we fall asleep. Uh, we can't keep going to the bathroom 10 and 15 times. Uh, Playtime is over. Playtime is over. Revelation chapter 12 verse 12 says, So rejoice, O heavens, all who live there, but doomed to earth and sea. For the devil's come down on you with both feet. He's had a great fall. He's wild and raging with anger. He hasn't much time. And he knows it. Church, this world that we are living in, it's a new world. Stuff that's going on in this world, our parents, our ancestors, forefathers didn't even see this type of stuff. We are living in a crazy and a twisted generation. The Bible says, save yourselves from this untoward generation. That word untoward simply means inappropriate. That's the bright word for our world right now. We live in an inappropriate generation. And it's time to save ourselves from this inappropriate world. Young people, on this first night, I'm pulling for somebody. You don't have the luxury. You really don't have the time that you think you have. You don't have time to wait, as I said, till you get of age. But it's time, even at 12 and 13 and 14 years old, even now, to start building a prayer life right now. It's time even right now to start working on your relationship with God and to start operating in your ministry and your calling. Uh, because if you wait too late to do it, the devil already has you. Start right now. Many of you, I've talked about some of the stuff that the enemy is attacking us with and some of you can testify and identify because it's going on in your life. It's going on in your youth group. There's all kind of attacks. There's all kind of just mess that the enemy is trying to bombard this generation with. He does not have time to wait till you mature and get older. But he has pulled out all the stops. He has expedited his diabolical plans. He wants you right now. But I believe this week, at Junior Camp 2015, there's going to be an army that's going to rise up. And I know it ain't going to be everybody. I know it's not going to be everybody. There's always going to be casualties. I understand that. But I believe there's going to be an apostolic army of young people that's going to rise up this week. Uh, that's going to say we may be young. Uh, we may be adolescents, but we're not that young to walk in our calling. Uh, we are not that young to be used by God. Uh, we are not that young to be effective in ministry. Uh, we are not that young to tear down Satan's kingdom. Hands raised all across this tabernacle, eyes closed. Hands raised, eyes closed, hearts praying all over this tabernacle. Hands raised, eyes closed, hearts praying. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this house. As you're praying right now, as you're praying, eyes are closed, hearts are praying. 
hands are lifted right now I'm going to give everybody an invitation to come down but first if you are seeking the gift of the Holy Ghost I want you to come down first nobody's looking nobody's peeking altar workers you can come Sunday school teachers youth workers you can come if you do not have the gift of the Holy Ghost nobody's peeking nobody's looking I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this house tonight nobody's looking nobody's peeking everybody's still praying come on let's continue to charge the atmosphere of prayer and intercession right now I need youth workers to begin to move quickly begin to move quickly right now in the name of Jesus there are some young people that have made up their mind that playtime is over for me playtime is over there's some music I got to get rid of in my life come on there's some people I got to get rid of in my life there's some movies there's some attitudes there's some places I got to get rid of in my life playtime is over for me I thought I was just coming to camp just to hang out I thought I was just coming to camp just to play games and just to see my friends but playtime is over I'm getting ready to start walking in my calling I'm getting ready to start walking in my ministry. That's it. All across this tabernacle, every student right now, come out of your seat. Every young person right now, every youth, come out of your seat right now. And I want you to bum rush this altar right now as close as you can. Come as close. Come as close as you can. And I want you to raise your hands right now. And I want you to tell the devil that playtime is over. I refuse to be your puppet. I refuse to be your puppet any longer. But I'm getting ready to be used by God. I'm getting ready to walk into my calling. Playtime is over. I'm not playing church anymore. I'm not playing games no more with the things of God. I'm getting ready to get serious. I'm getting ready to get serious. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, this first night, we're getting ready to kick it off right this first night. Come on, young people, if you have the Holy Ghost, you ought to reach over and pray for your brother. Brother to brother, sister to sister, you ought to reach over right now and let the Holy Ghost activate inside of you right now. You have power, you have power, you have power, you have power. You can help pray somebody through. You can help pray somebody through to the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's it, young people, that's it. Reach over and pray for somebody right now.